Lisa Kay, connecting the community on Talk of the Town. Let's get to Talk of the Town today here in the KTOE studios. My name is Lisa Kay. With me today, my friend Jessica Potter from the Blue Earth County Historical Society. I've been waiting to see you. Oh, thank you. I've been waiting to see you too. Oh, I look forward to our little chats. I'm glad you're here. I, I ran across a list and I thought I'd share this with you as we head toward the holiday. This is the uh, only time I'm going to see you before Christmas, I the know. Christmas holiday, and the New Year. Of oh course. my gosh, it's crazy, huh? I know, and I couldn't believe we're already midway through uh, December. But I have a list of the most popular toys on the years that you were born. I'm not going to go into the year that we were born. Thank you. We don't, uh, you know, historians, we don't need to talk about that, right? <laughs> That's not funny. I looked at my list, though, and the most popular toy the year I was born was the card game Uno. Which is my favorite card game. I love Uno. Oh, my gosh. We, that's, that's like our go-to. Yeah. And it, then, even on trips, we would still pack Uno because like, if you got bored or um, my kids were being annoying, then we'd be like, oh, let's play Uno. Right. And it's such a great game. And the spinoff, Skip Bow, and mm. there's something else. like Oh, there's, a, there's like a gazillion versions of Uno mm-hmm. now, which... You know, you still got to play the classic, though. Yeah, back in the day. Um, But I was born a year before you, so I looked up your year. And did you know that, um, I I don't have the estimated retail price on this, but your toy, the year you were born, the most popular toy, Shrinky Dinks. Oh, look at that. I didn't realize they went back. I remember Shrinky Dinks when I was a kid. Yeah. But I didn't remember them like... I thought they were like new when I was a kid, like a you know an elementary school kid. Yeah, not no. not when I was born. Yeah, they, that's the year that they wow. came out. These thin sheets of plastic that you color with colored pencils, and then you bake yeah. them in the oven. You can still make them. I mean, they still sell them at least a couple of years ago. But you can make them if you have like a transparency. Um, which is an old school thing that we used to use when we had um, overhead projectors. Um, but if you have like, a, if you know somebody that has a box of old transparencies, you can actually draw on them and um, cut them out and then bake them and they'll shrink up and then you shrink your dinks again. You got to like punch a hole in it so you can yeah, hang it on right, things, right. all those fun things. Yeah. So you can still make them. Yeah. You just got to, you know, have some old school stuff. That's pretty cool. I wonder who would possibly have transparencies and an overhead projector still. I'm guessing maybe the Historical Society yeah, yeah. somewhere in there. Yeah, I think the Historical Society does. Yeah, you just haven't used it. it in a while, but yep, we still do. Now you know you should do a shrinky <laughs> dink, uh, you know, make and take class. For, I love it. Yep, yep. Uh, so we we're speaking of the holiday season. What's happening with the last couple of weeks with the History Center uh, before we head into the new year? Um, how did the the festival, the craft festival that you went to? I'm, oh, I'm the, saying it wrong. The, yes. The GSR Thank you. Art Festival. It was wonderful. There are so many talented people mm-hmm. in southern Minnesota, um, artists and authors, and Mankato's Makerspace was there, and it was just fantastic. I mean, it was a lot of fun. It was great um, meeting and talking to people, and um, but it was just fun to see all of the different things that are out there. So many talented people in our community. Yeah, and the books that you had for sale, the Marian Anderson books, did they go well? They did. They went well. Um, and it's been fun. I think we've sold almost half of our quantity of the book. Okay. Um, so we're talking about the the new coffee table book called The Art of Marian Anderson. There are only 500 copies of this book. And right now there's only like 300 left. 
Um, and so once this book is is gone, it's gone. We are not allowed to do any reprinting or anything like that. It's a hardcover, full a hardcover, full color um, book that is not only her autobiography or her biography, I should say. It's a little auto because she wrote a lot of it, mm-hmm. but it's her biography and um, all a, a wonderful example of her work, um, which is so diverse and uh, prolific. Mm-hmm. And so this is just a really great way. Uh, I, I've talked to a lot of people. They're like, oh, I, yeah, I know her for that. Oh, I didn't know she did that. Oh, I didn't know she did that. Mm-hmm. So it, it's a great way if you are, um, if you even have one Marian Anderson in your collection, um, you need this book. Uh, if you have a hard to shop for person on your list, they need this book. Um, the book is forty nine ninety five. All proceeds benefit the Blue Earth County Historical Society. And uh, highly, highly recommend this under everyone's Christmas tree this year. Right. And the Christmas trees abound at the Hubbard House. I know that there was some activity going on uh, with tours. And I know that I've suggested this to people as you have, like you can make a whole day of it. You go to the Hubbard House, go see the lights, the Kiwanis lights at night. I really like that. But uh, this is the last weekend. coming. This is the last weekend. So the Hubbard House is all decorated up for Christmas. And we are giving guided tours this weekend, last weekend on both Saturday and Sunday from one to four. Um, It's a great way to see the house in a very different, I mean, we're open during the summer, so the house is pretty bright, depending if it's a rainy day or not, but it's, um, you know, summer, so it's there's a lot of light in the house. In wintertime, obviously, it's a lot darker. Um, we all know this. It's it's the dark days of December, and um, but the house is all decorated up for Christmas, and the theme this year is celebrating light, and so there's a lot of extra light sources throughout the house, uh, through candles and lanterns and the, um, the the candles on the Christmas tree and just the way that you can bring light in um, on a cold, dark day. Mm-hmm. And that's how the house is all decorated this year. So it's a wonderful way to tour the house. Um, it is not the traditional tour that you're used to if you come in the summertime. This is a Christmas tour. And so you get um, more of those stories about the light and how the family would have gathered at Christmas time at the turn of the century. So um, it's a great opportunity to see the house in a, I want to say this, in a different light, mm-hmm. um, in, in mm-hmm. a different way. So please come check us out um, Saturday and Sunday, 1 to 4, $10 for adults. If you're a Historical Society member, there is a discount in children. Um, five in and up are $5. We encourage you to um, buy advanced tickets. You can reserve your tickets on our website at blueearthcountyhistory.com. It's a great way to know specifically what time your tour is. Um, and that way you don't get there and you're like, oh, I have to wait a half hour. You know, it just it's a great way to, um, to to book your time and then you'll know when your tour is and then it also helps us to be prepared for numbers of people. I was thinking about you because we did the Radio Mankato Christmas tree out here in the lobby and then there's where well, we have a, a real tree that was out here. I don't know if Jeff Lang told you this or not. No, the, I saw it though when I came in. Okay, it's not beautiful right now. because it, it, it's, a, it's, it's a big kind of Charlie Brownish. It is a little Charlie Brownish but we had the bad side turned towards the wall. We had oh. it all decorated and beautiful. And then I was gone last Friday. Uh, one of my coworkers sent a photo to me when they got to work. The tree had fallen yeah. over. It was beautifully decorated, Jessica. It looked great. Darius and I spent a lot of time. Oh, no. And the tree had fallen over. 
and they had picked it up and pretty much we just kind of leaned it against the wall and because Darius and I had spent so much time in it we just looked at each other we're like I just don't know if we can do this no, again no we're not sure what to do with it oh no but I thought to myself I wonder if anything like that has ever happened at the Hubbard house where you you had something and, and you had that intended for people to enjoy and then all of a sudden a mishap Oh, there's always mishaps. I mean, everybody's got a Christmas story mishap, right? This wasn't even like a cat in the tree or anything like that. I just thought, well, my well, goodness. I think you guys need a camera. Maybe somebody sabotaged it. Maybe they're like, oh, I don't, I can't stand this Christmas tree. I'm going to tip it over. That stupid elf on the shelf. Exactly. That's, probably That's what, that what was. it was. That's what it was. But you never had anything like that happen at the Hubbard house. N- not, um, not with a tree not tipping over? Not that we're going to admit. Okay. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll say back in the day when that tree at well, the Hubbard House would have had real candles on it. Exactly. It would have been dangerous. Exactly. Which is why at, if you go, I shouldn't say, when you go to the Hubbard House, I want you to look at that Christmas tree in the parlor and I want you to look at what's next to the Christmas tree at the part in the parlor. What do you think is next to the tree? I was going to say a hose, but considering the time, it's probably a bucket of water. It is. Yeah, it is. It is. There is a bucket um, and it would have had water. And for our purposes, there's no water in it. But um, no, that was a common thing. You would keep a bucket of water next to your Christmas tree because you had live candles on it. And so, yeah, that's that's there. There you go. So imagine your tree fell over, but imagine your tree going up in flames. Yeah, that would be bad for the whole radio station. Exactly. So it's better that it tipped over. That's true. That's true. <laughs> uh, Jessica Potter, in what's happening at the Blue Earth County Historical Society? Um, we've got just a couple weeks left of the year. Uh, there is a special screening coming up of Dakota 38, which is I, I know it's on the way here, the very last yeah. ride. Yeah, this is a really exciting partnership. We're partnering with the Blue Earth County Library, um, which is right across from Reconciliation Park. Um, on Monday, December 26th, there are, um, it's just such a beautiful um, thing. There are a group of descendants of those that were killed on December 26, 1862, in uh, the 160th anniversary of the of the U.S.-Dakota War of 1862, where um, 38 Dakota warriors were killed killed in downtown Mankato on the day after Christmas. Unfortunately, it goes down as the largest mass execution in U.S. history, which um, is hard, but the the beautiful, beautiful piece of all of this, there has been such work on reconciliation, mm-hmm. and, and and not just reconciliation, but remembrance. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, they there's a group that um, have been making a journey, a 330-mile journey um, on horseback yeah. um, for a number of years. They have been coming, um, riding into Mankato. They arrive in Mankato on December 26th, approximately 10 a.m. And there's a beautiful, beautiful um, ceremony that takes place um, at Reconciliation Park. And if you haven't been there... Um, it's amazing. It's I've amazing. been there, uh, I think, two or three times. It's just, it's, um. it's just amazing. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing to experience. And because there um this is the last year that they're making the journey um they we there was a documentary that was done a number of years ago called dakota 38 and the the document um the documentary thank you i started it wrong (laughs) so the word couldn't come out um documentary chronicles this journey and and talks to the people and why did it get started and and what is it like to participate in it and, and just follows the whole the whole journey and um so on 
that day, on Monday, December 26th, um, we are encouraging everyone to come out and be part of that ceremony. And then afterwards, we are partnering with the library to show that documentary. Um, so the screening of Dakota 38 will happen approximately 11 o'clock. Um, it is, there's no set time. It will be when the ceremony is over. Mm-hmm. And the library has graciously allowed their Main Street um, side of their building. Their, those doors will be open so people will have access to restrooms. Oh, nice. And they will also um, have access to just warming up. I know one of the winters that I was there, so it was cold. freezing cold. My feet were frozen to the sidewalk. Even in that, when you think about how cold you oh were, my gosh. And how then, cold those but, riders must have been in the horses. Right, there. right. And I, and yes, again, you're not like riding 330 miles mm-hmm. in this. Think about the weather that we're in right now. And they're they're on their ride right now. Right now. now. Mm-hmm. Right now, as we're kind of wondering, like, okay, is it going to snow tomorrow? Um, they ride through it. And so um, the Friends of the Deep Valley Library will also be providing some refreshments. Um, so if you need to warm up, there'll be some coffee. Um, so those doors will be open for the public to use. And then you have some refreshments to kind of keep warm. And then after the um, ceremony is done at Reconciliation Park, then um, we are inviting people to come back to the library's auditorium to watch that screening of Dakota 38. Mm. And so it's uh, it's a great opportunity to really be part of our community and see this this beautiful work of reconciliation that's been taking place for a number of years and um, and to really understand why this journey happens and um, and just the impact that it's had. And so that's that's the beautiful thing about seeing this documentary. Right, especially on this uh, year where they're having, uh, I understand that the the finality of it all is uh, due to some folks retiring mm-hmm. and it's a grueling journey. It's, so. a, it's a grueling journey. I mean, I, I've they, they have a Facebook page and um, just to see their daily updates of their journey and, and, um, and realizing that they're coming from South Dakota um, to Mankato, Minnesota. And... Um, and you think about the weather that we're experiencing right now, and you think mm-hmm. about the weather that they're experiencing in South Dakota, and and there's really nothing that stops them from making their journey. They they have so far to get every single day in order to get to Mankato. So right. they've already left, um, and so you know, and they're going to arrive here on December 26. So th- this is a very very long um, commitment and journey, and um, and I know that there's a lot of different groups in the community that will come along. Alongside um, and all along their path, will come alongside uh, providing food and shelter and um, different things like that. So, if you are feeling um, a little tug to be part of helping to support the journey, I know that there are different ways that you can do that. It's not through the historical society. So I'm speaking on my own here, um, but you can. I know that there's some different ways that you can check that out and figure out how you could probably how you could possibly be part of feeding the horses, right? Absolutely, um, giving them shelter. Uh, I know there's a great big meal afterwards um, to feed them all. And so uh, there's just different ways that you can be part of it. And if you just want to experience it, then please come down on December 26th and uh, experience it with your own eyes and um, stay afterwards, warm up and uh, check out this documentary, which is absolutely incredible. So um, we we hope that you'll take advantage of this um, because it will be the last time we'll be able to see this unfold right in front of our eyes right uh, i know that the history center has got some holiday hours coming up mm-hmm. everybody needs a little bit of a break <laughs> 
We do. We do need a break. So we will be closed uh, starting December 24th. We'll reopen on January 10th. Um, I say this out loud because, of course, you need to do your holiday shopping at our gift shop. And so you <laughs> cannot come shop on Christmas Eve because we will be home with our families. So you have until December 23rd to do all your holiday shopping at the Blue Earth County History Center's gift shop, which has a bunch of really cool things. A lot of books that are published by us, by local authors, things that you can't find anywhere else. There's um, some incredible artisan gifts that are also available in through our gift shop. Of course, Marian Anderson Art, um, which comes in many different forms um, from prints to um, small versions of the uh, framed versions of the prints to note cards. I mean, the, 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 con- the concept of giving an old-fashioned card in the mail I mean, so there's lots of different gifts that you can put together. Um, So we hope that you'll come and check us out. But remember, do not hold off until Christmas Eve to do your shopping. Don't be late on this one, right? (laughs) Then after you open back up and I I say, well, we'll see you next year, okay? Um, Young historians are back in person. Until then, we can keep in touch with you via the podcast, other ways. Yeah, so um, we'll be back into some normal programming starting in January. We kind of go a little bit slow as we start out the new year um, because we know everybody's everybody's busy, but Young Historians will continue the second Saturday of every month through May. And um, our exhibit on Lincoln School, Lincoln Building, um, is on display. It'll be on display again through May as well. So once we reopen in, in well, from now until the, we reopen in January, you can come check those things out. Um, and of course, our podcast, Surrounded by History, which is right here on KTOE, Saturday mornings at 11.05 with my buddy Jeff Lang, aka Stunt Monkey, if you know him another mm-hmm. way. <laughs> um, and so those are a really great way for us to, um, to geek out on local history and so you can check those out if you missed an episode and you want to uh, hear more you can go right to the blue earth county historical sites website and just type in um, podcast and then you'll have the full list there's like 60 of them yeah so um you know you can listen to us geek out about history wherever you're traveling if you're bored in the car what's the most recent one that you're working on maybe it's not published yet it's not published yet i'm i'm working on one about lincoln um because obviously there's so many fun stories and there's so many things that it's hard to get all into the exhibit Mm -hmm. um and so working on one on lincoln and i'm working on one on good counsel oh fun so very timely those are two of the ones that I'm working on right now, but I, of course, there's every every little bit, every time I just have these random, like, oh, that would make a good podcast. Yeah. So it, I love doing them. I know uh, Jeff enjoys doing them as well, so um, it's it's a great partnership, and we both get to geek out, so, you know, what could be better than that? Good binge listening as well, <laughs> way to keep you company, the Surrounded by History podcast. If we want to get in touch with you, uh, follow along on social media, or check out the website, uh, what are the best places to go? Yeah, so check us out on um, blueearthcountyhistory.com. That's our website. Um, you can find us on on social media channels like Facebook. There's a lot of information that gets put out on Facebook. Um, Hubbard House has its own Facebook page. So if you missed the, um, the conversation about how do you buy your tickets, go to the Hubbard House's Facebook page and you'll have a link for tickets there. And of course, we would love for you just to come down to the History Center or the Hubbard House and see us in person. Um, take advantage of, of checking out what 
Donuts is right in your own backyard. So you can check out the History Center at 424 Warren Street. And then the beautiful R.D. Hubbard House is at 606 South Broad Street, just a couple blocks away. So, you know, come check us out. um, Follow us. And um, we are really looking forward to a new year uh, ahead of us. And uh, excited for you all to, to join us on our next adventure in 2023. We want to remind people that the History Center will be closed December 24th through January 9th. So I hope you have a fantastic rest and relaxing Thank you very much. vacation time, holiday time with your family. Jessica, always good to have you in here on Talk of the Town. We'll Thank see you soon. Thank you. Bye-bye.